Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Today, coming from massively pollen-filled England, where I am like a snot machine, apparently. Because, I don't know, I don't normally get hay fever, but it's like we've had like a thunderstorm and I think that like throws everything up in the air, all the pollen. Yeah. Uh, Sips, how are you doing? I'm great, how are you? I just told you, P-Flax, how are you doing? Doing great. Okay, good. Welcome back everyone. So... As you can hear outside in P-Flex's garden, the lowly call of a wood pigeon. Yes, you might hear the <laughs> of the pigeon. Yes, who uh, who lives in in my garden. Now I've, I've got there's there's a few trees sort of not not on my in my garden but around it. Right, and th- there was uh, these two wood pigeons, a lady pigeon and a man pigeon, and they lived in this big tree. Uh, in my neighbor's garden. Like it was a big, big tree. It was like four story tree. Um, I don't know what it was. It was kind of like an evergreen. It was some kind of some kind of evergreen tree anyway. A spruce maybe? Something like that. But it was, uh, it was, it was a nice tree, but they had it trimmed. Right. Because it was getting really tall. So if they came and they basically, these guys just came in and just cut the tops off the tree, which kind of surprised me. It just went like that. So they're all, yeah. it was a shame because it was a beautiful tree. But anyway, it'll be back, I'm sure. And the Pidgeys lived in there, but then they had to move. Because obviously their house got destroyed. They did so surgery on your tree. They did, uh, yeah. They're, they're tree surgeons. They're yeah, very but it, it felt people. like they literally just cut it in half. Like it, normally with a tree surgeon, I always feel like they trim the branches that are hanging out all crazy. Scalpel. But with this one, they just went straight across the top. Like, <laughs> Clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they moved to the tree behind my house, which is, I don't know, Sycamore or something like that. Uh, right. Which is the one that drops the little spinny helicopter guys. You think that that's an upgrade for them over the spruce? I don't know. I didn't think so. It's not as nice. The, 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 whatever the sprucey thing was, it was really bushy and it actually looked like it would be kind of cozy in there. You right. know? It was like, it was lots of thick uh, foliage on it. Whereas this one, obviously, it's a bit more of a regular tree. So it's got some branches and stuff like that. It's a little bare, a little bit more Did they bare. have to shave it first before they did the surgery? No, they didn't. They just went in. Wow. I mean, it's an amputation. If you're going to cut someone's leg off, you don't carefully shave the leg first. I guess you just go, Bleh, and that's it. So they're chopping the legs off the top of this if tree. If I was a surgeon, I'd be like, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd take a little cheeky opportunity to shave the area. You yeah. would? Yeah, well, yeah. My mate, My mate recently had a vasectomy. Wow. And um, he... Uh, he had to have his balls shaved. Mm-hmm. Nice. The guy said, everything below the penis must be shaved. And I'm thinking, that's pretty much everything you need to worry about, unless you've got like a really hairy dick. See, I always <laughs> thought that I, I'm too scared to shave my balls because they're really hairy. And I, I, always, yeah. I, always I mean, we think, talked about this. You know, it's there's going to be some cutting or something. But 
if you're going for surgery and they have to shave your balls, I think that's the best chance that you have to maintain shaved balls, right? Because they're already I, I'm shaved. I'm not sure I'd want to. I, I'm happy with a, a little bit of hair on the balls. I, I don't, I mean, you know, need to walk around with, with a Sean Scroton. Yeah, I mean, unless the guy has a dick that looks like that Muppet with the long nose and the massive <laughs> Gonzo. head of hair. Gonzo. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, big Gonzo with, dick. With the yeah. shock of hair kind of just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, hang on a second. Who has like hair all over, the, yeah, like Gonzo hair all over his nose? Like not, not necessarily necessarily thick bushy hair hair all over your shaft and everything too because he's got like a furry nose doesn't he i guess some dudes do because the surgeon was very specific but you have to do it yourself and the the surgeon leant over to my mate and said something he said now whatever you do don't try using an electric trimmer because i've seen some terrible accidents on your balls and i thought oh my god yeah so so, you know like i I use an electric trimmer on my head it's like a hair trimmer right i use that and he was like, whatever you do, don't use that. Because you'd be tempted to just go, yeah, I'll just run it down. But it's not a smooth surface. So what, you just use like a, just a straight up bick on your balls? I think, yeah, you get, I mean, he got, um, he was very careful. You can get, I mean, think about this. Women shave their parts all the time, man. I know, but So like, you don't share, to shave against the grain though, right, apparently. No, you never, never do that anyway. Be... Anyone that shaves against the grain is a, is a goomba. But sometimes it's quite difficult to, to know, I mean, on your balls, like... Which, well, I think you just go with it. Right. Just go with it just and go just get it, it as short as just you can. Just go yeah. with it. So just with the with whole it. shave against the grain thing, did your dads teach you that? Or were you guys like me and did you learn that from watching Lethal Weapon? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both, I think, because my dad wasn't around when I learned to shave, right? Right. So, so Lethal Weapon was your Yeah, I was think it was, it was actually tutor. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, it was a big was thing. was your dad. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's a nice story. Fucking Murtaugh. Sergeant Murtaugh. I'm too old for this shit. Damn it, Riggs! Which one would you say was more your dad? Riggs. Um, not Riggs, Murtaugh. <laughs> Murtaugh. Riggs, yeah, Riggs Murtaugh, was, was Murtaugh was an actual dad in the in the movies, whereas yeah. Riggs was just a fake dad. You know, he was like... He was a guy you'd think, wow, like he's cool. He, like, a lot like you, Lewis. He turns up for the good times, <laughs> and then he gets to sleep at, at night when he goes and home. And he's insane and suicidal. But isn't that the, more of the cool... Isn't that what you'd want as a kid? The cooler dad, though. You know, the dad who wasn't a dad, you know? You'd think so. You'd think so. But then when you grow up and become a dad, you're like, that guy didn't teach me anything about being yeah. a dad. He you just realize. taught me the fun parts of being a dad, but not so, the, the serious, important parts of... So if you don't shave your balls, do they say, oh, sorry, we can't do the surgery? Or do they just do, the, do they get a nurse Well, no, it? they shave them for you, apparently. I right. think they might. But at the same time, they said we want it done ahead of time. So I think that you know, NHS cutbacks, they're trying to save time with ball shaving. Yeah. Add up a whole year worth of ball shaving. You could treat another 10 patients in that time. Probably, I yeah. So I mean, get them to shave it at home. That's what it comes down to. Any any extra stuff that the NHS has to do is just money down the yeah. toilet, isn't yeah. it? So. Just, just before you go in for a, for a big operation, you know, just get, get ready, get the robes ready, put them on at home. You know, get yourself um, get yourself injected with with the anesthetic. Do that at home. You know, they said you like a pre measured syringe for you to like get yourself all numbed up before you get there. Yeah, I feel like I would get some of the I, if I was going to shave my balls, I would get some of the gel with like the minty like numbing factor. Well, oh, you my wouldn't balls. want the mint on there, would you? I would. Yeah, let's I think make I would. it like yeah. a camping trip. You know, you bring your own camp bed. You bring your own pack lunch, right? <laughs> and so they don't have to feed you or like you know, get a bed or anything. You can just turn up, pitch your tent, yeah. set up the camp bed. Hey, that's dangerous. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> like tie a little thing around your wrist that like is like a tag, and it says you know left kidney removed, please. Shave your balls and everything. Yeah. Draw draw with like a sharpie, big X on your left kidney where you think that is. You know, there'll be like a there'll be like a diagram. It's like IKEA, right? 
Do you think he drew an X on his balls with Sharpie? Well, these is these is balls. Well, it depends how many balls he needs to have for sex meat. You know, you just shoot. Well, you got to have them all done. So here's the other thing: once you've had it done, you then have to wait. I think it was two or three weeks before uh, using it, shall we say? Using the balls, and y- you have to, yeah, you have to run the pipes through, as the surgeon put it, twenty five times in like a thirty day period. 25 times and run then the pipes through. run the pipes through. You oh, know what I'm saying? And he has to, yeah, run the... to check it's clear, to get rid of every little little guy. Right, okay. I'm just thinking of Mario right now. Yeah, every little guy that could be lurking in there. Run them all through and then they test your sperm and they're like, yeah, it's dead now. It's just a, it's just a, a you know, goop. It's just the delivery than... mechanism it left. It is. There's no little yeah. ads you left. You have to do 30, you have to make 30 deposits in the pipe yeah. out yeah. the pipes. no no, no. You, that's how many you run it through and then you make a deposit eventually because there's no point testing it early on apparently there's still some lurkers yeah there's still some, some... Ca- campers to put it in gaming terms yeah oh nice camping dude that's what the tester would say right a little tiny sperm pops out because I guess all it'd take is one right one dude and imagine if you only had one lad that escaped and he was like just happened to make it there to the egg. I think he, could he deserves it. He could be the worst it. sperm. No, he could be the worst one. I think one. he deserves it if he's made it all through. It's really it's tough. Like, it's like one of the hundred meters with just some dude they found in the stadium. Yeah, but, it's like your, like your Cletus sperm. He's yeah. still like lurking around, like, you know, threatening. He never would have made <laughs> no, it. No, it's more like the Forrest Gump sperm who's like made it across <laughs> America yeah. despite all odds. That's you know? right. Yeah, against all the odds and he's there and he's ready. He deserves it. So you got to make sure that he's gone because you don't want to have your own gum. Give it to him. Go on, give him a chance. Give, give, him a, give him a little chance. Go for anyway, it. Anyway, the pigeon in my tree, right? So he moves to another tree. And then there were the, both of them, the pair of them. Right. And I have a bird feeder in my garden. I think we mentioned this before. I feed the birds. It's very, you know, it's, it's, it's soothing. It's very pleasant. It's very nice. It's very middle class. It's very English, yeah. But uh, I found one of the dead wood pigeons. It was dead. No! Yeah, in, in my garden. Obviously attacked by something. Not my cat. It was, right. it was like a fox or something had got it. Because we it was like shredded. Oh, chainsaw, chainsaw in trees. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. I mean, because we get foxes around here during the day. The other day, I was I went out to uh, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. I went downstairs to make a cup of tea, and there, lying on my back flower bed, is a fox, big old fox. And he saw me. He was like, oh shit, and sort of ran out of the garden. Shit, I was like, damn. It's like middle of the day. These motherfuckers. They're dangerous as fuck too. They kill babies and everything. Oh, I think that's a myth. But a dingo ate my baby. Exactly. It turned out that, that was actually a thing that did happen though. Yeah, I think. Well, they think it happened anyway. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, foxes are, I don't think they're, they're really dangerous. Um, I mean, one bit misses F, but she was okay. Yeah, no, they don't sound dangerous at all. They just bit her on the leg. Jeez. It was, uh, she, was, she was on her way into work. It's like, you know, 8, eight o'clock <laughs> in the morning. She's on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on, she thinks nothing of it. He's, you know, anyway. So he, he walks towards her, and she's like, oh, he'll run away when he sees me. He obviously hasn't seen me. And he runs up, and he, she's thinking, damn, this fox is really close. And he just goes, ah, and bites her on the back of the leg. Christ. She was in tears. I she came bet. out, oh, oh, God, oh. I was like, what the fuck happened? She goes, I got bitten by a Did fox. you have to get rabies shots and yeah, stuff? Probably. No, 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 no. There's no rabies in, in England. But she's, um, she's got rabies they, now. <laughs> she has now. She just foams at the mouth for no reason. She occasionally devours a pigeon. Yeah, but you know, that's what happened to the pigeon, obviously. It messes up. Feathers all over her mouth, but uh, yeah. So she had to go to the doctors, and they said we don't even need to give you a shot for this. It's no big deal, and she was fine. Like, Stop but- making a big fucking mo- look. If you want a couple of the doctors, you're gonna have to shave your balls. You have to bring a packed lunch to tent. You know the whole thing. Okay, we don't we don't see your stuff anymore. I listen. I'm here. I'm getting a shot. <laughs> I don't even care what it is. Just shoot me with something because I've been bitten by a fox and shave my balls while you're. If at I'm it coming too. all the way out there, just give me an injection of anything. What you got? Go on. Give me something. Yeah. Measles? Mumps? 
Rebella, is that still going on? I'll have one of them. <laughs> sure, yeah. So I'm not making it a wasted trip. <laughs> Just give me a fucking injection of something. I mean, I'm here, so I might as well have the fucking flu one. Give me the meningitis one. You know, yeah. just give them, give them all of them. Fuck. Might as well. I'm here. Malaria. Do me. But but so, Mr. or Mrs. Pidgey, whichever is the one that's left, is still still hanging around in the garden. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad. He's just here, you know, because this is still where he lives. And I think this fucking pigeon's been through the ringer in terms of what a wood pigeon could... Yeah. His, his partner was murdered by a fox. His home was destroyed by so-called tree surgeons. And, uh, you know, and now these fucking squirrels have moved in. So anytime I put birdseed out, these two motherfuckers jump off the fence onto the bird table, eat the whole lot in like two seconds and fuck off. So I have to keep topping it up to try and hope the birds can fucking get some. Hang on a so this pigeon's like, this is the worst. Well, yeah, so, but pigeons are, are resourceful, though. Like if some of the yeah, seed he's, drops he's right. into the grass or whatever, they'll just peck the ground and But and that's get the it problem is I'm worried they go down there. I've got a cat. Now she's old and slow and she just kind of watches the birds and goes, meh, you know, so, meh. What other animals <laughs> are eating the bird seed stuff? Off other birds, right. squirrels, yeah, and cats. that's pretty much it. But it's not a bird feeder, is it? If it's a fucking feeding the squirrels, you've got a squirrel. It feeder is a there. bird feeder. No, it's just it, it's on a big thing. They just no, climb no, you up. Got, you got the wrong thing, mate. You need a bird feeder there. You got a squirrel feeder. I've mate. got one of those hanging bird feeders that the birds have to peck at. Yeah, right. But that's only good for the little birds. The the pigeon, he can't eat that. We got one of those big tube ones that you put those big balls in, like for yeah, the winter. Yeah. But man, birds do not like. They those. love the fat balls. Are you kidding me? Oh, Blue they didn't eat our balls. Love those. Oh no. man, my balls have been shaven and our eaten balls by these. Just like birds. were rotten and crumbling and going oh, all geez. shitty. Like they didn't bother with them Are at all. Are they like the res- resiny, waxy ones? The what they? It's like it? a ball of lard with seeds in it, basically. Yeah, like a hardened it's gross. ball of lard. Yeah, is the gross. reason that, that squirrels don't like eating lard? Or I mean, can you like lard lube up the area around the squirrel, the bird feeder with lard, so the squirrels will slip off? I saw that was a thing you could do at some point. No, I think what you generally do with squirrels is um, do you, you leave out like a half. Um, filled glass of beer, and then they all fall in and drown. I was gonna, sh- <laughs> I was gonna shoot him with my air rifle, but um, I think you can shoot him, and and I, I think if you put like a like a like a plate at the bottom of the of the feeder, and then you hang it like on a wire or something like that, they can't get to it. But they Although can they- jump from my fence. Oh. I've seen, I see them do it. Like it's a six foot fence. They climb up the fence and they leap. Land on the bird feeder and then eat and then leap off again. Like there's Put, no like, way around it. Some mini electric fence around. I was the... just going to shoot him. I think it's the easiest option and it's legal. No, I think like they're... Jurassic Park solution is going to be the one. Like just you know plug but into electric the mains. Fence? What could go wrong? Yeah, nothing could go wrong. I could have a little squirrel enclosure uh-huh. and they could, when they get out, one will sneak up on me. I'll be like, clever girl. That's yeah, right. squirrels right there. And then you could ride on that little trike and train them. Squirrels are like a big problem when you're trying to feed birds, for sure. Oh, and they're so they're fucking so tenacious. They shout at you. They go up in the trees like, yeah, yeah, they make these horrible noises. Yeah, ghastly creatures. I like squirrels. You know, they're cute. What's wrong with you? They 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 love nuts. Oh, they're aggressive too. Did you ever see that video of the squirrel attacking somebody? Like not not full on attacking, but chasing after them. Like oh, they are so untrustworthy. Squirrels. Wait, what? Why does Lewis like them? them? Well, they're like part of the f- nature of furniture of n- life around you and, and niceness. It's nice to see yeah. So are mosquitoes. Lewis has never seen one before. To be walking along <laughs> through a, a tranquil glade and a little squirrel whoop, 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 comes along like, oh, just yeah. appears in front of you, looks around, goes back up a tree. It's cute. It's nice. It's nice to see. Attacks you, steals your lunch. They're not. They, they're twitchy. Their eyes are like wide open. They look sketchy as fuck all the time. Like... 
they're not, they're, they're, not not that, nice. they're not that dirty and manky. They've got really sharp teeth. Some of the as well. some of the some of the manky seagulls and pigeons. Really. Seagulls are majestic. They spend all the. They've got those beautiful big wings, that big head. Yeah. They they go out there in the weather. You know what I mean? They're flying out over the ocean. They are, they're eating fish. I've got nothing but admiration for the they're, seagull. They're like garbage gulls, though. They're like they bin are. Gulls. They really the do. The ones you have it. in Bristol are bad, but I, I, there's, I think there's nothing more majestic than a great big fucking seabird. They're so seabird. obnoxious as well, sounding like. Yeah, the ones in Jersey are really bad too. You know how how annoying a squirrel is. I like it. It makes me. I, I mean, I grew, growing up by the sea, I, I crave that sound. How do you feel about cicadas? You know that that noise. Oh uh, yeah, they're amazing. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, but I. Oh I my mean, god, they're so fucking big. Those things are so fucking big. And they're so loud. Holy shit! Yeah, like when you. I mean, hear... my dad lives in Florida. He, you know, when it's when it's cicada season, they they're so fucking loud. Like they're just everywhere. But it becomes like part of the background noise. I feel like I'm in the movie Predator when I hear the cicada. <laughs> Do you think that white noise is like a good thing or a bad thing? Like, because some people really hate it, but some people like really like can't sleep without it. Right? Some people have to play rain sounds on Alexa or whatever to to actually sleep and stuff. I don't do the rain sounds. I mean, no. I, I like total silence and total darkness to sleep. I used to be able to sleep pretty much anywhere, anytime, no matter what was going on. Yeah, I'm but like since I now. had kids, I've lost that. I've lost that ability. Oh, because... I've gained that through having. No, I'm kids. always Man, listening. I fall out. asleep on command now. Like it's. I'm always I'm like listening zoning out, zoning out, and falling asleep all the time. Do you have to have the crying of a plaintive child <laughs> in order to sleep? It, yeah, it's like, like if I hear a child, that's it. I can't. Now, if there's some kid, the kid next door goes, Wah! I'm like, well, that's it. I'm off. Yeah, I'm awake. Oh, you're awake. No, I thought it would be yeah. the other way around now. You just, you'd learn to sleep through anything. And... No, because yeah, I'm, sleep... I'm, I'm looking after them all day. Uh... So, you know, when I'm, when, when they're, when they were babies or whatever, you know, I'm listening out for them all the time. I'm, I'm sort of not on edge, but I'm like on sentry duty. Right. You know, I'm on alert. Yeah. And the snap of a twig or some, some whispered German commands, you know, something <laughs> I'm like, they're here, lads, you know, so I'm, it's like I'm on sentry duty. My daughter's going through this like weird um, period of yeah. emotional development now. And she just cries all the time for like, and not, it's not like, like tantrum crying. It's just like, sort of like whimpering. Like, yeah, like, God. And, and, and anything. I, you know, I reckon that's second child syndrome, dude, because my she'll, second... She'll, th- kick, th- she'll kick a rock on the road accidentally while walking. I'll be like, oh, look, you kicked a rock. <laughs> I should just start crying. <laughs> like, it's, it's only a rock. You don't have to cry. So now, like, I, it's almost like the boy who cried wolf now, like, because she's been crying so much recently... It doesn't affect either of us now, dude. Anymore. I honestly, I honestly think it's a second kid thing because my youngest was the exact same. I know same grown shit. women who cry that much. Yeah, they're just emotional sips. Just women are emotional creatures. <laughs> <You> fucking idiot, <laughs> man. They just get no. I think it, sometimes kids don't necessarily understand the world, do they? Like they think that if they kick that rock and it goes around the corner, that that rock has disappeared from the, the universe forever. And it no, never... they're, they're not babies. They have object permanence. You okay, idiot. They, they do, get do that they? in like a few months. It just feels like every time you speak to them, they just cry. Like it's it's right. like uh, overwhelming to be spoken to. That somehow, happens so. with me and women too, though. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> now you're being accurate. See, yeah. that's accurate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> women are terrified of me. I'll never admit it, but and I'm terrified of them. <laughs> I don't understand them. That's why they're so scary. Oh uh, my god! Holy fucking shit! So no, um, squirrels, man. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like they don't they don't deserve such such hatred. I feel like they could go into room one hundred and one easy. Like fucking nobody likes squirrels. They're stupid. 
They're stupid Some and useless. Some twat in the comments will like squirrels. Oh, I love squirrels. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Well, that guy can. You know what? If that guy loves him so much, why doesn't he open up his house and all the squirrels can go live there with him? And then he'd be doing the rest of the human race a favor because nobody else likes squirrels. True that. It could be like Ace Ventura, but only squirrels. Good, good call. Yeah. What was that movie with Brendan Fraser where he got attacked by be- beavers or squirrels or whatever? Blast right? from the past. Are you sure? No. It's mm. the only Brendan Fraser movie I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> so, uh, the Mummy. So I it was the Mummy. The new dinosaur movie with, with the new di- the oh new the new Jurassic. Um, what's it called? Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Empire. Right. Fallen World. Right. Fallen something. Fallen, Fallen World. I've I've only seen the original Jurassic Park. I've never seen any of the other movies. Well, Jurassic World came out a couple of years back. It was. Okay, it was kind of a, a, like a little bit like what Force Awakens was to Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? The Force Awakens was kind of a retelling of the same story in a modern with a new cast of characters kind of thing. Right. You know. So Jurassic World is kind of the same. It's like well, a, a retelling of Jurassic Park, only it, it happens again kind of thing. Right. It feels like it's this series of very safe choices made, which are these yeah. big action sequences that are a lot of fun, but actually the the movie doesn't have like very much of a, very much substance in terms of a story, but it's fun. Like, you know, I just, like sometimes in a movie, okay. I don't know if you guys get this. You're like, you need to pee, but it's, it's too exciting for you to leave. Right. And you think, Oh, I don't really want to leave. In this movie, I was like, meh, I'll go and have a pee. Yeah. And so I got up, I went out of pee, came back, literally wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal. Whereas I feel like some movies, if you do that, you're like, yeah. oh God, what have I missed in the fucking 10 minutes, 10 seconds that I've had to leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 minutes? I had to go pee for about, uh, like about an hour into The Quiet Place. <laughs> and then I just refused to go because I didn't want to miss anything because I was like yeah. fucking super invested. That's a great But yeah, movie. I know what you mean. Some movies, you're just like, da, I probably won't. Like I went to... I took my son to a birthday party and they went to see Ferdinand, the animated movie. Mm-hmm. I peed like three times during that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. I didn't miss much. You'd rather you'd rather not endure the discomfort. Yeah, no, it was an all right movie. In fact, but... you're like looking for an excuse. It's like yeah. it's like that time you don't even really need to pee. You're just going in there and you know going through the motions. You're like, well. yeah. I was like checking my phone every sort of twenty minutes to see what time it was, and just stuff. examining and your like, balls, saying maybe these get maybe it's getting a bit bushy yeah, down here. Just thinking about like how how I'd go about shaving my balls, and yeah. thinking of some DIY tasks around the house and how I was going to tackle them like later on in the weekend and stuff. And I went I went to see Solo last night. Oh, mm-hmm. was that good? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really. I, it oh, was, uh, I gotta go see that. Still. It was it was fun. It was it was a really good looking movie. Like um, they just it, it they 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 went for a side of the Star Wars universe you don't get to see that often, which is the kind of filthy greasy side of yeah. Star Wars. You know what I mean? So it was like like the places that Han was going. Well, like places that we'd maybe heard mentioned, and and you know they'd they'd sort of referenced obliquely, but not actually directly sort of needed to show. Does he do the castle run in? He in... does the castle run in less than twelve parsecs. But Fuck. here's the interesting thing: I was like, a parsec isn't like a measure of of speed; it's a measure of distance. And I obviously thought, how can we do this? So the castle run is more like a maze, and there is there is a there are routes through it that are sort of less hazardous. And that one, the main route would be twenty parsecs, but obviously. 
we all know Han Solo finds a route in under 12 parsecs. Yeah. And the, the reason that they come up with and everything, it was it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a gorgeous movie. The sets and the, the props and, and everything else was perfect, really Star Wars-y, but you didn't feel like you were just watching <clears throat> any old Star Wars movie. How would you rate it against, like... Um Rogue One and and like the other the other new movies like well, you, do you know think what, it's the worst I, of all the new movies or no do you think absolutely it's some, not somewhere no, no, in the no. middle or I, I mean I I really loved the Force Awakens I thought it was fantastic yeah um, even though like Lewis said it was you know it was kind of a, a rehashing it was very similar to the original uh, New Hope which isn't a bad um, thing no it's not a bad thing because remember that we grew up with that movie or a lot of us did yeah but a whole bunch a whole new audience did not it feels like the the Force Awakens had the advantage of there not having been a Star Wars movie for such a long time though so they not could a good kinda, one especially but they yeah they could kind of get away with you know a bit of rehashing and... it feels like people are actually fairly forgiving of reboots though i mean spider-man shows you how many times you can reboot stuff like right but homecoming was actually good because they did it the right way we beat like, they didn't this, just yeah. they, they didn't just reboot the same shit like i don't need to see him get bit like i you don't said, believe you i don't i don't need to see another spider-man movie right. i'm done but, but Homecoming is, was genuinely good because I like what they've it. done with the extended universe. All right, let me, let me, you're, you're not letting me. So, <laughs> I know, but it's like sir. I'm going to do what you do about sir. anime and Harry Potter. All right, I'm just going to no. be like, no, I, I, not I've watching Harry it. Potter. Not, you're I've not going to convince Potter me to and see the anime. new Spider-Man movie. I'm not done. I'm not going to listen. You don't have to. No, I'm, no, just, no. I'm, I'm talking to the audience at home. You're, right. you're done. All right. Here's the point. <laughs> is that what they've done with the extended universe is that you'll see these other characters dip in and out and you you know, you oh, I remember that bit from so-and-so movie and I like that because that's like the comics. Like it I is said like before. fan service as well. Of right? course. it's. I mean, it's, what the fuck is a movie? Is a movie meant to be for an audience that isn't going to go and watch it? Like when people say, oh, it's just fan service. That's just service for the people who paid to see the movie and like the series. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Make it for people that didn't want to see the movie and would never have seen it in a million years. That's the people you should be looking at. I was like, no, fuck those guys. Like, you don't make anime for me. You make it for weebs like you. All right. Yeah, right? Lewis. <laughs> Jeez. So, <laughs> you big dork. The reason I was like a little bit turned off of Solo, I haven't seen it yet, but partly is because I guess like... The main character reminds me of like Steve Holt, right? He you looks... went to slash R slash Star Wars and you saw a million people all together <laughs> condemning a movie before it even come out or they'd seen it. That's what you did, isn't did it? Did you say he looks like Steve Holt as in the Steve Holt from Steve Arrested Holt? Development? Yeah. Steve Holt! <laughs> <laughs> He's got that kind of like Captain Kirky smug fucking look on all the pictures and stuff, and I I don't know who he is necessarily. That actor, I guess, is he an unknown? The, the no, 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 he was in something. Mrs. F told me about it. What the fuck was it? Um, I'll tell you. Hold on, give me a chance. It reminds me of the new Kirk. That's all from the Star, huh. Star Trek films, and I'm like, oh, oh. He, did you did you see Hail Caesar? Mm, Hail I Caesar, I don't yeah. think so. That, that's a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, really? No, I haven't seen that. It's it's very funny. So it's set in the sort of golden age of Hollywood, when uh, you know the studios owned the actors, and it was all very sort of um, yeah, yeah, s scummy and all the rest. Of it. Unlike now, of course, <laughs> no, it's all yeah, no, up. it's it's come but, a long uh, way. Yeah, yeah, hasn't it though? So he plays this cowboy actor who they try to shoehorn into a different kind of movie. Um, and he's he's very very funny. Like he's very funny in it. Um, but yeah, it, it, he was in that. I haven't really seen him in much else. Uh, I mean, I think they with these movies they tended to go for actors that you probably don't know because I mean people didn't really know Mark Hamill before 
Star Wars, and uh, I think they uh, were just kind yeah. of... Yeah, I mean, if it was like Matt Damon, I would have just been like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, you, you know. know what you're getting, it's Matt fucking Damon. So they get another guy, and he can be anything you want him to be, and he's going to make the character his own, rather than Matt Damon coming in and fucking Matt Damoning it up. It's tricky. I guess they have to find someone who who's proven, but not like necessarily like you know known already right right yeah proven but not known mm. exactly proven but not known like mm. that like that guy who plays dr strange he was like a bit like that right he was benedict cumberbatch <laughs> yeah proven <laughs> proven but not known and right. now and now he's in everything now he's just in everything. I think everyone was like that at some point, Sips. But I mean, no, I think geez. especially Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> right. though. He's like the the epitome. Benedict, of... what is it? Can you spell it? Let me Google this guy. I don't know who. I'm not ben, sure I know who you mean. Benedict, <laughs> right? Cumber snatch. Cumber bunch. Okay, Cumber snatch. But yeah, um, do you know what? Actually, talking about movies and things like that, this is interesting. A friend of mine uh, works in. Uh, TV, right? And how does she fit in there? <laughs> that's fucking so stupid. <laughs> that's such a dad joke, by the way. Sorry, that is such a dad. You're welcome here now, Lewis. You have proven yourself, young Padawan. <laughs> you're like the you're Benedict Cumberbatch. Look, you've proven yourself now. Uh, you yeah. can be on every show forever now. You are in. <laughs> that is the most dad fucking joke. <laughs> so, the delivery was so yeah. dead. You outdad and two dads. Me, me and Flax could never have done no, that. That was perfect. Because because most dads tell that joke with a sort of, <laughs> oh <laughs> well, my God. how does he uh, fit in there? <laughs> you were just like, boom. Dad, dad joke. Have you got like a dad joke a day calendar or something? And that oh, was today's. Oh, I need fuck. to get one. Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyway. That's too much. Uh, my friend was saying that all the people that you know, okay, in movies, all these stars and all these directors, all these people that you think like, man, they seem like a really nice guy. Arsehole. Like all of them. Because <laughs> yeah. I was right. saying like, what about so-and-so? Not so-and-so. Oh yeah, complete arsehole. Oh, the stories I've got about them. And then tell me all these awful things that these people have done and how they talk to people, how they are on set and all the rest of it. Horrible. Horrible. And I was like, oh my God. Like this, so this one guy, um, he's a director, uh, directed a movie, had had his editor editing the movie for a whole year, and then the editor was sat in the premiere, and it, the movie that was on screen was not the movie that he'd cut. He was like, this isn't my film, I didn't cut this. And th what had happened is the director had secretly had a second editor also editing for a full year, and then right. decided which cut he liked best. That's oh psychopathic. Yeah, that, that means he wasted a year of his life and put his heart and soul into editing this movie, because they really do fucking care. Like, every shot... The editors yeah, right. pour over it. It's so fucking intense. That is a, um, a real lesson in being passive aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, like but why not just say? Shit. Why not just say? I'd like you guys to work on this together or something. Because like he just thought I will pit them against one another, like some kind of Machiavellian plot, some Game of Thrones shit. Just chill out, dude. But yeah, so that was kind of a dick move. But that's just like one of the minor things. It's just I don't know that. Insane. I don't know. Like for me, that actually makes. Perverted, perverted sense. Like that's because like, you're a sick man. But you are pretty twisted, Lewis. It's got to be like, said. Like, imagine you've got like, imagine it's the smallest thing though. Imagine it's like a script, okay, for like a, yeah. a concept for like a 15 minute animation or something. You know, you know, you want to pitch it to people, and you know, if you're willing to pay people for a couple of weeks' work to write a script and then you don't use it, they've still gotten paid. 
for that. Sure, and- but I think you I think you're upfront with people. I don't think you leave them in the dark. I think you at the start you say, oh. "Listen, you're writing a script and I've got two other people writing script as, scripts as well, and at the end we're going to pick the one that we like the best." So just so you know, at the end of this, we might not use your script, but we'll still pay you for it. I don't it. know if that's even worse, though, Sips, because at least then then you're putting the pressure on someone. I think just a bit of communication. and then, But then they have the chance to opt out. They could say, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this. I don't want to do it. And then you can find someone else but who's I think okay that's, with But I think that it. sounds even more psychopathic, though, than to me. No, that doesn't. That's I think that that's just Because being... at least if they're just if they're just like lazily going through in their own time, editing it to, to the standard they're happy with, you know, they're not feeling like this is competition and there's like pressure you know you'll get you end up with weird people editing it if you make it into a competition you know you have to keep it natural i can't kind of right so you're so so you think that not telling them that it's a competition and then then potentially wasting all of their time but also if their one is worse then they don't get to you know it's like well sorry you know Yours was just we didn't go with yours. You still get paid, you know. You still, you still a job, isn't it? Like anyone's yeah. job. Like so, if you're ever wondering what it's like to work at Yogg's Towers, but, but this, if you this should but, be a real insight. Imagine, like I don't know any other job though. Imagine if you worked in in like Starbucks, you know, and you uh-huh. you you made a coffee for someone, and you had another barista there making coffee, and and you know, after a whole year, you found out that you know all the coffees you've been made making were being like poured down the drain. Um, yeah. You know, how does that make you feel? Like, I don't know. Like, like I think if somebody told me ahead of time that that might happen, then at least I'd be ready for it. Right. I but see. if I found out at the end that it was just like some sort of weird subset of the movie, The Game, where people were pouring out all the coffees in disgust and then going back to another person and getting better coffees poured for them, I'd be pretty pretty hacked off i, would I, I also feel like, well, like what the fuck i don't know how i mean how much can you learn if you're working on like a, a movie for a whole year and then I, i'm i'm moving over from to your side now here by the way but i feel like if you're moving if you, if you like how how do you get the feedback from that you know if you watched a movie that they did and you think oh he did it like this oh he did it like this like surely there'd be loads of things that you did better in your movie but then you wouldn't know that they were the things you did better because Maybe maybe if he gave like a really detailed feedback at the end and he was like, hey, yeah, I preferred your thing here, his thing here, your thing here. You know, surely you could integrate both together into a sort of, some sort of final cut where the two of you yeah, come maybe, together. Yeah, maybe, but it's, a, it's up to the guy who's like like commissioning it all and directing it, right? Like if he wants to do it or maybe he just thinks one cut's like overall just better. and then Maybe you get a third editor. Okay, afterwards, and he cuts together the, the best bits from both yeah. The cuts. Yeah, maybe. Would that be okay? I don't know. I think, like, it's weird when you when you make, like, you know, it if you're madness. editing a movie from start to finish and it takes you a year, right? And then you you send your, your cut through and somebody says, you know what, parts of this are good, but we're not going to use it. We're going to use Jimmy's instead because Look, this, this is way this better. This bit doesn't have enough dinosaurs, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that, I, I think you got to sort of, be ready for that sort of stuff in that capacity to begin with, because you're never going to do something perfect, no, no matter how much you think it's it's going to be perfect or it is perfect, because you're always at the mercy. My children are perfect. Yeah, Aww. but you're always at the mercy of somebody else's Don't take or, or opinion or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think your and, children but suck. The way that you have to look at all of this <laughs> stuff is that. It's just experience and you're learning and you're doing new stuff. And, and eventually, one day, something you do 
and it's going to be the least expected thing pro- probably that you thought, um, you know, oh, I've done this, but like it's not going to go anywhere. And then that turns out to be like the big breakout thing that everyone's like, oh, fuck, this is incredible sort of thing. And you didn't expect it. I think if you have that sort of mindset, you set yourself up a lot better to not be devastated every time something doesn't go your way. Because I think a lot of people do that, right? They put their heart and soul into something and they expect that it's just going to go somewhere and be something. But life doesn't really work like that at all, does it? Like it, you, you have to sort of take everything as an experience, learn from it, just do better next time. And then usually when you least expect it, something pays off i was on the bus i was on the bus yesterday right and the bus broke down there right. was a fox on the bus it there was no, no the fox was not you on the bus, the fox was not the bus. there were no body. squirrels you went to no the foxes nurse and they, they sent you to the hospital they gave you a fucking you were like give me an injection they gave you a free injection they shaved your balls and they put you back on a bus that was working and then the bus broke down okay and then that on. one broke down i'm on the bus uh, it's packed. All these school kids, little kids, all the rest of it. And the right. bus breaks down. Annoying. And this this old guy, I say old, he must have been in his 50s. Seems old to me even now. Old. Old. Bald. He goes, Grumpy looking. what the fuck is going on? Like really loud. <laughs> was this you? Right. No, it wasn't me. I was thinking that, but I was also, I was just in kind of a chill mood. So I was just chilling. You'd had, you'd had that injection earlier. <laughs> yeah. I'm with my daughter. So, you know, she she looks at me and I look at her and we're sort of like eyes widened and be like, oh, you said the bad word. And then everybody's kind of looking at this guy thinking, you know, calm down, mate. We're all stuck on the bus. And luckily it had broken down like at my stop. So I didn't really care. I was just waiting for him to open the door or, or just to stop before. Um, so then the bus driver tries to restart the bus and I hear it. There's like a computer that says oil levels low or temperature too high. Like it, the bus fucking talks to him, which I thought was pretty cool. And then he opens a little guard door that they're behind. Hello, Dave. <laughs> start the bus, Hal. I love I'm you. afraid I can't do that, Dave. Don't leave me. I can't start the bus, Dave. Open the open the bus bay doors, Hal. I can't do that, Dave. There's a fox outside. <laughs> I don't want to let the fox he in, said, Dave. He, he steps out and he says... Uh, the bus is broken down, it's too hot, we can't go anywhere, and the guy goes, I paid £50 a month for this, and the last bus broke down and was cancelled, and now this one is broken down, what are you going to do about it? And the driver just sort of got back in the seat and just sat there waiting for the bus to cool down, and then he thought better of it and got off and sort of walked around the bus, made it look like he was, you know, trying to fix it or something, and I was just (laughs) like, I just got off. But this old guy was still going on, and I'm thinking... For that old fella, that's like a major... He wasn't even old. I don't know why I keep calling him old. I don't know why I keep thinking, this guy This guy is furious. Because that's the kind of thing like an old fella would do. But he must. you must have something better to what do. What a fucking journey, though. Imagine that's your life, getting angry at the dumbest shit imaginable. Like, Isn't that what just, we do on this Just sit podcast. on the fucking bus and shut up. It'll be fixed <laughs> in a second. Like, it's not that big of a deal, is it? Jeez. I had to, I had to break up a fight on a bus one time. This is, a, wow. this is a few years ago between the driver and a passenger. Okay? Okay. So, the bus stops past, way past the stop. Like, way past the stop. Well, like, how how far are we talking here? Oh, a long way past. Like, the, the bus driver was obviously like... like meters? A, Oh no, like like a mile. 30, 40 meters, I'd say. Like, right, it, it, okay. like it doesn't just it, like here's what happens. You know those bus drivers that drive like a fucking cowboy or like a, some kind of rally driving, and you realize, okay, this is his last trip, and then he drops the bus off and he's done for the day. So he's just like, fucking let's go, foot down. 
So he's flying around this corner. He goes shooting past the stop, and there's this woman waving like crazy, like she's trying to flag down a rescue ship or something. And he sort of spots her, and he thinks, fuck it. And then he also thinks, oh, I can't, because the bus has got people on, and they might report me. So he hammers on the brakes. We all go flying forward, and he stops. Woman gets on the bus, and she's fucking giving him all this shit, calling him all these names, wow. swearing at him. And he's, <laughs> he's giving her shit back, and he's like, fuck you, and all this kind of stuff. And then... She says, just get going. I want to go home. He goes, I'm not moving this bus. And he crosses his arms and he like turns the bus off and he's just sitting there. Oh my and God. everyone sat there in complete silence, right? What a guy. I, well, fucking, I hate bus drivers. I hate them. And... <laughs> okay, good. I like where this is going. So I thought, fuck this. So I'm right at the back of the bus. So I'm looking around and nobody, everyone's just sort of looking down at the ground. So I get up and I walk to the front of the bus and I say, look, I get it. We all have shit days. You want to go home. You want to go home. We all want to go home. Just start the fucking bus and let's go home. And they both sort of went and just went and did it. Like oh she God. just went and sat down <laughs> and he fuck? just turned on the bus. And I thought any moment the bus is going to break out and applause. Yeah, woo! No. Not a thing. People are too scared. You're like the diplomatic dad. I was furious. Not a word. Not a word said by anybody. We just silently yeah. went home. It was so stupid. That's Can I just, hilarious. But a Can few I just months later... Pop to the loo? I really need to go to the loo. Do you need to pop to the loo? Yeah, just one second. All oh. right. He's gone. It's just like when he walks out of movies. This is it. He's going to miss the best that, bit. That's a really good sort of summary of the podcast. It's so good that he's decided to go to the <laughs> toilet halfway through it. Do you reckon he's shaving his balls in there? He might be, he might be trying to shave. Yeah, there's been a lot of hints on like good ways to shave your balls. So maybe he's just couldn't wait to, to try them out. He's just got to try to shave his just balls. Just going to go shave those balls real quick. I've never had a bad bus experience. Like, Really? I, I, yeah, I think the worst bus experience I've had, and it's not even that bad, was it was it was in Canada. It was really cold. It was like minus 15 out, and there, it was snowing and stuff. And the heaters on the bus weren't working as well as they could, so the bus was kind of cold. So it was like a little bit uncomfortable to sleep on the bus for the hour and a half that I was on the bus for. Man. But I still managed to fall asleep anyway, and then it was fine. Like, that's, that's it. it. That's the worst one I've got. Yeah. Wow. I've never had to, like, yell at anyone or do anything. Oh, one time this guy was standing. You know when the bus is, like, super busy? Right. This guy was standing really close to me, and he had track pants on. And the the smell that was coming off of his track pants was... Like nothing I've ever smelled before. Oh my god! You know, you know when you smell a really stinky person. Oh, it is such a it, like it's the worst. Odor. But this was that smell kind of soaked in and stuck inside thick, thick track pants. Ugh. So you had that fabric smell plus like the body smell. Well, it was really gross, and it kept wafting. He was standing right in front of me, so it was wafting into my face constantly. Oh, my God. I would think that was worse than the cold bus, but even then, those those two are the, the ones that I can think of. Where You know, when I was at TI um, a few years ago, it was, it was real hot, okay? And there was this one guy walking around the whole time, and I don't think he had ever washed, like, oh. ever. And he was like one of the. What, so that he could play Dota. No, I just think he was just disgusting. Oh right, he was just one of the, one of those disgusting people that just sees it as optional. Yeah, and like oh, I, don't, I don't see why I should wash. I, I smell doesn't bother me. So he there's a, there's a line of people queuing up to get autographs from uh, from the players and stuff. 
and there's like, there's the line, and then there's about a 10-foot break, and then there's this guy, and then there's a 10-foot break, and then there's the rest of the line. <laughs> so he's just basically queuing on his own. He still moves up. Like, the guy in front of him moves up, he moves up, but he doesn't move up till he's next to that guy. He obviously realizes... Oh, he's doing must, it on purpose, then. He's got to be. He wants more know. space. He wants more personal know. space. It might so be he's... some weird thing that he's going like, if I, if I smell real bad, people won't bother me. So <laughs> it might be something like that. I think that. that's it. I think that's what he's doing. It's kind of clever when you think of it, because, you know, if you don't want people to approach you ever or stand right up in your in your space, don't wash and people won't. And then go post on fucking r slash incels about it. Yeah, true. I've been alone for my whole life. And all right, I have a body odor problem (laughs) by choice. I'm involuntarily celibate, but I'm voluntarily stinky. The Volstink community. Oh my god! It, it's it's like nature. It's in anim- smell. An, animals in do smell. that. It, it's like a human skunk. He's got he's got he's got defense systems set up around his poor hygiene, which means <laughs> that nobody will ever go within ten feet of him. So do you reckon, like you know the way big fish in the ocean have like those little little fish to follow them around? I'm figuring uh, that if you're that unhygienic, you probably have some kind of insect life. Dwelling in the creases of your oh, you do body. for sure. Yeah, you'll have like, bacteria eating away all you're of like your gross a, you're an ecosystem. Cells and stuff. Yeah, you're an yeah. ecosystem. Basically. Sorry, I had to pee. I was like, I know. Oh. It's yeah, fine. yeah, it's yeah fine. we know. We know. Welcome back. We 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 held down the fort while you were gone. Don't worry. It was about like it. it was like being in a cinema. The content was just not entertaining enough. No, yeah. and I was like, I was busting. We get it. I've just been sitting here drinking like this entire fucking pot of tea, and it was just like went straight oh, through me. Yeah, tea will do that. Hey, on the topic, on the topic of angry people, I've been watching Parks and Recreation, the show. Love that show. Yeah, it's really show. funny, and I was reading a bit about you know how they conceived the show and how they were writing for it, and apparently, the writing team had to attend local town hall meetings, quite a few of them too, in in smaller towns, just to get a feel for the kind of things that come up in like yes. these town hall meetings. Right, right. And what they found consistently was that the only people that ever went to these meetings were very, very angry people who opposed what was being right. proposed sort of thing. Right. So they would turn up and they would have these outlandish sort of demands and oppositions to what was you know, being planned, they said that it was just almost like a comedy goldmine. Like, the people were nuts. Like, they would turn up. And it's like on the show, you know, sometimes you get that, like, the woman who's like, all the sandwiches I find on the ground in the park have no mayonnaise on them. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, just yeah. these really stupid things. But they said that a lot of it was was influenced by them having to go on site and and witness some of these town hall meetings. I've been eating squirrels around the area, <laughs> and they're all covered in slippery lard. Can we watched... please stop putting lard balls on our bird feeders? <laughs> I watched the one yesterday with the Sweetums. You know, with the with the oh, with yeah, the yeah. super sweet fructose, and they're trying to get the deal for the park. And the woman's like, I've been eating lasagna and muffins solely for my whole life, and I'm very depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Pete Banks, a few months later on the bus, because this is what Trifles Podcast is all about, by the way, is shitty local stories of what Yeah, Pete that's Banks my favorite kind, like yeah. my absolute favorite kind. 
So I'm on the bus and there's there's this old fella gets on. He's one of these old people you think, geez, someone get this guy a wheelchair. Like this guy needs to not keep with the walking. He's got two sticks and he he moves it like a, like less than a That's snail. That's just safe. fucking greedy. Why, why does he need two? <laughs> he, need, he needs it because he can barely stand. Some of those people just someone, they just don't have a family looking after them, clearly. I honestly think that's it. No one has said to him, for God's sake, Dad, get a fucking chair because this, this is, is ridiculous. Why, this is why you have to have kids because you turn into that lonely guy with two sticks later in life that nobody's around to help you. Absolutely. Listen, when they say poor people in poor countries shouldn't have kids, who the fuck's going to look after them, man? I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's a, you're playing the long game when you have kids. Sure, yeah. it sucks when they're young and you have to raise them and stuff. But man, they can look after you when you're old. You're never going to be lonely again. Yeah, they they do say that you have to keep active, right? Because as soon as you, as soon as you, if you're an old person, this is this right now. Um, <laughs> you have to stay active. Like that old man, go, good for him, right? I want him to stay active and energetic. But honestly, him like like hunched over, struggling down that street with two walking sticks at like fucking the slowest pace you've ever seen in your life. I mean, he. I guess he's out there for like eight hours, but holy shit! Like, fucking. I don't know, man. Like, it's just so anyway, it's madness. He, he. It takes him like a minute just to get on the bus. Like this dude is basically there. This guy's basically disabled. Like honestly, he can barely get on the bus. He like inches onto the bus, and the fucking bus driver waits for him to get his old guy pass out. And I'm like. Fucking come on, dude. The dude's like 118 years old. Just say, oh, after, you know, go on, sir. Don't worry. So the old dude's like, you know, shaky hand. He's going for his pocket. Oh, got my pass in here somewhere. Well, Gets his I, pass out. At the same shows his pass. Dude, if you're over 65, you get the free bus pass. I know, I know. But sometimes I think there's there's definitely a line there where that you have to tread carefully because if he's out and about and he's still doing things by himself, he just wants to be treated like everybody else, right? So maybe he wants. Oh come his on, man! Past the dude's ancient. The dude is ancient. What? Well, just in case he's he's a really old 64. He's had a really hard life. My dad, I know, but fucking loves it when he can claim the OAP pass access for a fucking museum or whatever he's all over that Man. he's like we, he's, 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 every time we go to an art gallery or anything he's scanning the board seeing if there's like an OAP five quid discount <laughs> my parents are like that too it's like a badge of honor like okay great just put a big sign on your head that says I'm fucking old and I can get into places half price. Great. Like, but then just... again, so the dude gets on the bus. Right. But it's also, hang on, it's just a second. It's like Ugh. being ID'd, okay? Like, you know, I sometimes get ID'd. <laughs> right? So do I. In and America, I do yeah, all the America. time. Therefore, you know, I feel like it could just be that that old man had, was a really rough 60-year-old, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he was just had a hard life, you know? He's just been through it. Those two oh sticks. Oh, God. You know, he just... He, it's he, all for show. He'd uh, had his kids, he'd like, done the vasectomy, yeah. he'd be shed to shave his boy. <laughs> he's, he's like decrepit. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. I do full-time YouTube! Oh, fuck me. Carry on. So he gets on the bus. Oh my god. And he's taken like one or two steps down the bus, driver closes the door, puts the bus in gear, and pulls away. Like, right out into traffic. Of course traffic. he does. Old dude goes flying, lands on some other old people. They're all trying to hold him up. This old guy's desperately trying to sit down. People are shouting. I shout from the back. Like, when I really shout, I've got quite a loud voice, right? <laughs> And I shout, would you stop the fucking bus and let that old lad sit down? <laughs> <laughs> let me guess.
Yes, the whole bus just went quiet. The bus stopped. All the traffic stops. <laughs> I like the idea of, of you in a fucking school uniform, right, at the back of the bus, like some school bully. Basically. No, this was like a few years ago. You're surrounded by kids in school uniform. <laughs> So, this, so this, this guy, the, the driver stops the bus, like, ah! opens his door and he gets out and he looks down the bus and he says to me, I am trying my best. That's what he says. <laughs> so yeah, I said, well, oh it's not good God. enough. Which is definitely true. <laughs> I, said, you, I said, how can you not let this old guy sit down? Look, he can barely stand up. He was like, I am trying my best. Now, would you leave me alone? Gets back in the bus. The old guy, we wait for the old guy to sit down. Finally, old guy sits down. Nobody says a word. Like, it's London. So everybody's just thinking, who's this bold lunatic in the back of the bus? <laughs> but I was right, man. Nobody said shit. Like, how can you just sit there and take that? Like, the bus oh, breaking down, that's God. not the driver's fault. The driver being a cunt? Come on. You are, you are George Costanza. That's what happens to George Costanza regularly as well when he stands up for people. It was a very George people. thing. I just couldn't believe it. was just awful. It was just so awful. Fucking bus drivers. I've got an interesting story about bus. So this is the most memorable thing I remember from ParadoxCon. I think, have I told you this? Maybe not. Anyway, we were at ParadoxCon and there was like a shuttle bus that ran from the hotel to the event. Because the event this time was actually a little bit further out the city. So we got the bus, shuttle bus back one day and it was full of peeps. Uh, full of people, and we got back to the hotel, and the hotel was on this big, like, at the crossroads of this big, like, six-way American-style street, okay? So it was, like, huge street, six-way crossing, uh, six streets in each direction, and the hotel's on the corner, and the the bus has obviously got this reserved area in front of the hotel where it parks and parks up. So it, he goes to park up, this bus driver, and there's, um like, a, a taxi or something just sat in this in this bay, and um, the taxi's like being blocked in by another taxi who's being blocked in by another taxi. Anyway, so the, the bus goes, meh, meh, like the, the biggest, noisiest bus horn you've ever heard, like meh, like this. And uh, so, and then the, 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 the taxi, the, the, the bus sort of Swedish driver starts yelling, opens the door, starts yelling out the, the bus door. He doesn't get up from where he is. He just starts yelling out the open double bus doors at this taxi driver who's in the car. And the, the taxi driver's like, sort of, you know, nods and tries to move and stuff. But the Swedish bus driver's not having any of it. He, like, he gives him, like, five seconds, and then he... He just holds down the horn, okay? <laughs> now, normally, this is a thing that you see happen, but I, it, I kid you not, he just kept holding down the horn for fucking ages. Like, it was... And it didn't fucking stop. It just went on and on and on. And everyone across the road is looking because it's so loud. He's now holding up this disjunction. People behind are like doing a little bit of hooting, but not anything. They're like, they, they think like something crazy is happening. They think it's like an air raid siren because it's just so fucking deafeningly loud. Like people are literally putting their fingers in their ears as they walk by. Like all the people smoking outside the hotel are like ducking back into the hotel. You're like, and it just goes on and on for like a minute and then like a minute and a half. Then like two minutes of just him holding down this horn. And it's fucking nuts. And eventually these taxi drivers move but you know even people in the hotel were like fucking did you like terps because i think well, someone was in the hotel at the time and was like fucking did you hear like what was going on out there there was just this horn going on for fucking ever <laughs> and we were like yeah that was us that was we were on that bus and so eventually the fucking taxi driver pulls out and he goes and parks and then as soon as as soon as he like lets his hand off the horn everyone like fucking visibly like oh they relax like around and he climbs out of the fucking 
bastard starts yelling at the taxi driver. And I was like, man, how seriously do you take your job for this to be like a thing that you really give a shit about? Like he was like, he was like an old guy as well, like gray hair, kind of like stocky, like glasses, just yelling in Swedish, like at the top of his lungs at this taxi driver. Like, God damn. So crazy to see. You must just hate taxi drivers. Because it was like the middle of the day. It was like, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon. It wasn't exactly like, you know, it wasn't like a weird time or anything. And it, was, it wasn't even that busy, really, on the streets or anything. It wasn't like it was I got out. I got in a bus stop with a cab driver one time when I beeped him. He got out of the car, which is never a good sign. No. So this was, there was like, there's no way past him. And he just stops right in front of these traffic lights. There's no way around him. So I gave him the good old, not a beep, but like a beep, like not bus driver level, but just gave him a good solid two, three second beep to let him know he was in the way. Yeah. He, I can see him going mad in the car seat. I immediately think, oh shit, like it's on now. So he opens his door and he comes steaming towards me and I wind down my window like an inch. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you're, you're in the way. He goes, there is an old lady in there. She is in wheelchair. I have to get her into cap. This is why I stop here. This is why I stop here. You beat me. I was like, dude, Calm down. I didn't know. Carry on. And he's like still swearing and cursing. He gets back in his car. <laughs> but he was so fucking furious. I think honestly, most people when they drive, they're they're like a hair away from losing their shit. Like that's the they go out with that mentality. They can't just accept some people on the road are fucking idiots. Like if I'm on the motorway and some guy's tailgating me, you see some people swearing and flipping them off and brake checking them and stuff. Just pull over. Let the idiot pass. Don't get involved. Like, genuinely, that's what I'll do. Well, exactly. Genuinely. That's one of the first things I learned when I was driving. It was that I'm not going to be in an accident. Because yeah, he didn't get out and say, me. I'm going to wait. I'm just waiting for a disabled lady. I was oh, I'm sorry. No problem. But he was just like, he just went from sitting in a car waiting to losing his fucking marbles in like two seconds. So I think you've got to be super careful when you use that horn. That driver, that horn wasn't just to get out of the way. That was, if you even get out of your car and try and give me shit, it's on. Like, I'm going to kill you. That's the that's where this is going. There's no yeah. escalation beyond that. That's It can't go to words. It's going to come to violence. That's what leaning on the horn means. It's like, eh, it's like getting your weapons out. You know, and it's kind of sizing someone up. So I think a lot of people, when they drive, they've got that mentality. If you beep someone, you're basically saying, do you want to fight me? I'm going to beep you. I'm going to, you better fight me right now. Like, that's what a lot of people well, use. This is what for. I was thinking with the Swedish guy, but he was so fucking like psychopathically holding that horn down. Like nothing yeah, you've he ever wants seen fight. in your life. He like, wants the fight. Like, that's the was, thing. He's, he's yeah. beeping that he hopes the cabbie gets out and gives him shit so he can get out and there's a fucking fight in the street. Because they're on they're on a fucking hair trigger, these guys. They're driving around yeah. all day. and They, they drive for a living. Yeah, it's driving their makes mind. people it mad. Was, but it was such a moment though. I honestly like just him, because everyone on the bus sort of kind of cheered, right? After after he he finished, but also we were terrified of him. It was almost like <laughs> the fact that he was willing to hold down his horn for that long would be that disturbing to that many people Oof. at a busy crossing. <laughs> you know, it dude, was just, dude doesn't care and just yeah, attract that much attention to himself. It was just, it was like, what the fuck? What a what a big old fucking pair of shaved balls that guy. Sorry had. for the wait, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We finally arrived at our destination, Disneyland. I hope you all have a really nice time and uh, I'll see you next time. <laughs> oh, it looks like someone uh, is, in, is in our spot. <laughs> 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 just I want that noise as my car horn actually, just you doing the impression. <laughs> <laughs> so like obnoxious. That, he wasn't even pressing oh, the horn, that was him God. yelling out the window. No. <laughs> oh. God. So hell. if you haven't had the memo from that angry bus driver that he's going to be on the road today, stay off. Stay consider safe. this a warning. Don't, yeah. don't. Yeah, stay safe. Don't drive, and um, and God bless you. 
And uh, we've been we've been us. You've been you. And see you next time, I guess. Are we done? Yeah, yeah that sounds done. good for me. We're Thanks, done. everyone. See you next time. Right. Adios. Peace out, everybody. Man. 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 <laughs>